0: Children.
1: dramatized Bible story coming up and we'll also open up God's treasure chest to answer a question from a kid just like you and me so let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God
2: for singing along. We'll have more music in just a few minutes. Now it's time for Charles Mills to answer today's kid question from God's treasure chest.
3: You've got questions? God has answers and they're all found in the Bible. Welcome to God's treasure chest. I'm Charles Mills. Let's see what's hiding in God's Word today. How can I help people
2: get ready for Jesus' second coming?
3: Wow, that's what I call a missionary-minded question. You're concerned about others, a trait you share with the greatest missionary ever, Jesus Christ. So, what can missionary-minded young people do to help people get ready for the second coming? The very same things Jesus himself did when he walked the dusty paths of this earth. Acts 10.38 reports, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Then Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. How do you get the Holy Ghost to join your team? Just ask. The very first thing he'll do is point out any habits or character traits in your life that would hinder your missionary work, like selfishness, dishonesty, lack of patience, or prejudice. Then he helps you overcome them. Next, you're ready to heal the oppressed, which means show people a better life. This is accomplished by doing good. Doing good might mean preaching, teaching, singing a song, offering a friendly smile, helping a neighbor, collecting food for the hungry, befriending a new classmate, or simply praying for someone.
4: I'm
2: going to put my missionary mind to work right now.
3: If you'd like to learn more about God and his amazing treasure chest, write for your free kids-only Bible course. The address is Treasure Chest, P.O. Box 53055, Los Angeles, California, 90053. Discover the many answers waiting for you in God's Treasure Chest.
1: The Bible seems to have an answer for every question, doesn't it? We'll open up God's Treasure Chest again tomorrow, but right now it's time for some more music.
5: On the first day of creation, there was night an and day. On the second day of creation, there was earth and sky, night and day. On the third day of creation, there's fruits and trees and flowers. On the fourth day of creation, there are sun and moon and stars, fruits and trees and flowers, earth and sky, night and day. On the fifth day of creation, there are water, creatures and birds, sun and moon and stars, fruits and trees and flowers, earth and sky, night and day. On the sixth day of
1: singing praises to jesus we'll do some more singing in a few minutes now let's get back to our continuing story from the bible and living sound
6: the kindly spirit that enabled elisha to exert a powerful influence over israel is revealed in the story of his friendly relationship with a family living in shunem
7: sir, but you, you are Elisha the prophet. I am, ma'am. You come frequently to the city of Shunem?
6: As I go to and fro in the land, from city to city, bringing help and comfort to as many of Israel as I can, I do pass through Shunem quite often, yes.
7: My husband and I, our entire household would be honored, sir, if you will come now and eat of our bread and be refreshed.
6: I shall be delighted to, and thank you very kindly, ma'am. And it came to pass, each time that Elisha passed by, he turned in at the kindly family's dwelling and did eat of their bread.
7: He's an unusual man, kind and perceiving, understanding, oh, he's truly a man of God.
4: I think I perceive a desire to do Elisha further favors. Yes. Well, just state your wish, my wife, and it shall come to pass. Well, he
7: not only does he need a place to eat and be refreshed when he passes through our fair city, but he also needs a A place to rest and study and meditate
4: well I thoroughly agree
7: we could build a small room against the west wall a small room with an outside entrance so we can come and go at will in privacy
4: it's an excellent idea
7: in the room we can put a bed and a table a chair and a candle shall we I pray of thee my husband
4: what about Gehazi Elisha's servant where will he stay
7: why not assign him a special permanent cot among our own servants
4: quarters well said my dear the room should be built immediately
6: This, this? room is for me?
4: For thee, Elisha, true and mighty prophet of the living God of heaven. I know not how to thank thee. Come, often, sir, and stay long. And as for thee, Gehazi, servant to thy master the prophet, a place among our servants has been prepared for your use. Well, thank you, great sir and master.
6: And it came to pass on a certain day that Elisha turned into the little room and lay there. Gehazi, call the woman, that I may speak with her. Yes, master.
7: I am at thy service, Elisha, man of God.
6: This room, it's a great blessing. It supplies me with many hours of rest and comfort, study and meditation. I would do something for thee in return.
7: I have need of nothing, Elisha,
6: sir. Well, perhaps a word to the king might result in increased influence among the Shunammites. Or even a good word to the captain of the king's army. Thank you, Elisha, sir.
7: But I dwell among my own people and have need of nothing more than I already have.
6: Gehazi, I feel that I must somehow return her thoughtful kindness. but. How? Her master, she hath no child, and her husband is old. Ah. Call her. You wish a child, true?
7: What childless woman doesn't?
6: About this time next year, thou shalt bear a son.
7: Nay, my lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid.
6: It shall be as I have said. And it was as the prophet Elisha had promised. And when the child had grown into a goodly lad...
5: Father!
6: Father! Son, what are you doing here
4: among the reapers? You're supposed to be with your mother.
5: My head! My head! It hurts!
4: Your face is pale. Are you ill, son? My head! My head! Oh, here, quickly. Carry the lad to his mother. happened to him?
7: I know only that suddenly he ran to the field
4: calling for you. No, we better put him in bed. No,
7: I'll hold him on my lap, close to my heart. Fetch a chair and sit near and gently rub his neck and head. Perchance it shall ease the pain. He is dead. Oh. I'll place him in Elisha's room on his bed. Bo!
5: Bo!
6: There you are. Greetings, my lady. And what brings thee all the way to Mont Carmel is all well with you? Why, why... What are you doing? No, Gehazi, leave her alone. But, master, she has a tight hold on thy feet to do thee harm. Nay, Gehazi, her soul is vexed within her, and the Lord hath hid it from me and hath not told me.
7: Did I ask thee, man of God, for a
6: child? No. Did I desire a child? All childless women do, you said.
7: And did I also ask you not to lie to me?
6: Ah, your son. Is he dead? (laughs) Gehazi... Take this, my staff, and go to the lad. Lay it upon him, upon the face of the child, and it shall be... As the Lord
7: liveth, Elisha, I will not leave thee until thou go with me to see my son. There he is, the son thou gavest me,
0: dead.
6: Please leave, all of you, that I may be alone with the lad. O Lord God of Israel, creator of the universe, father of all that is kind and good, show now thy mercy and power. Reward kindness with kindness, love with love. Give this woman of great love.
7: What is he doing that takes so long? Have faith, my dear. Faith in what?
4: Faith that good comes to those who obey and love the Lord.
7: I want to see my son. Gehazi stands guard at the door. He won't even let me in. The door is
4: opening. Elisha, he's saying something to Gehazi. The
6: master wishes you to enter now, your ladyship.
7: I... Yes. Yes, I shall enter. Yes.
6: Go in and take up thy son.
7: My son.
0: My son. Mother. You are alive. God is. Oh, my son. My son.
1: We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to add these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at one eight hundred six three four zero two three four. 634 234 That's one eight hundred six three four zero two three four. 634 234 Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
2: Sam where are you going? Oh hi Rico I'm heading for the grocery store mom forgot to buy carrots for our carrot stew tonight can't have carrot stew without carrots that'd be just hot water she said that we were going to drive back to the store but I told her I'd take care of it on your bicycle that's kind of a long way it's good exercise and besides there's enough poison in the air already poison what do you mean see all those cars and trucks Well, each one has an engine, and each engine is burning gasoline, and the exhaust puts pollution in the air. Then we breathe it. Too much pollution can poison us. So I figure if I ride my bike to the store, a vehicle, which, by the way, creates absolutely no pollution. I'm helping the air stay cleaner. I'm impressed. Not only that, I told my mom and dad that we needed to figure out how to drive our car less. You know, like going to town and doing a bunch of things. Not just one. I figure that if everyone did that, we'd have a lot less dirty air and a lot more clean air to breathe. By the way, where are you heading? I'm going to the park. Mom gave me money for a taxi. You mean one of those stinking, gas-burning, air-polluting taxis? Okay, okay, I see what you mean. if I ride with you? No problem. I can even take you to my house for supper. Do you like carrot stew? Love it. And then we can use your taxi money to buy mangoes. I'd better call my mom and ask if it would be all right. Tell her you're riding in the city's only non polluting taxi and that the driver is a really nice guy. Just
3: drive. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During creation week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
0: is way on top of old Mount Sinai, and we had a long talk together about my children. You see, I wanted them to be the happiest people on earth, so I gave them my rules to live by. And do you know, it's still true today, if you want to be really happy, just live by my rules.
8: Hi boys and girls, this is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Do you like visiting museums? Have you ever been in a museum of children's art? What if your museum were showing a collection of paintings of children and one of the pieces was mysteriously missing? That's what happens to Sammy and Jenny in this new shoebox kids mystery. Along the way, Sammy learns that helping others is part of what it means to be a Christian. Chapter 9, Deep in the Earth Sammy and the others ran out of the garage and looked into the overgrown backyard. Dee Dee was nowhere in sight. Help me, they heard Dee Dee's voice again, but it sounded far away. Dee Dee, where are you, Sammy yelled. I'm right here, she yelled back. I fell down a hole. Mrs. Wallace and Mr. Teller drove up at that moment and Chris and Maria ran to tell them what had happened. Mrs. Wallace ran to the backyard, and Mr. Teller went to his van to get a rope and a flashlight. Dee Mrs. Wallace called over the high weeds. Are you all right? I, I, I guess so, Dee said quietly. It's just dark down here. Keep talking, Dee and we'll find you, Mrs. Wallace said. Mrs. Wallace, Mr. Teller, and the rest of the shoebox kids spread out at arm's length from each other. As Dee kept calling, they slowly walked across the yard. Suddenly, Maria stopped. "'I found her!' Maria shouted. "'She was in the far end of the backyard. "'As the others joined her, Maria pushed the high weeds away "'to show a hole about a foot across in the ground. "'Sammy could hear Dee Dee's voice below them. "'Mr. Teller lay down on his stomach beside the hole "'and called down to Dee Dee. "'Dee Dee, we're here now. Are you okay?' "'Yeah,' she said, and Sammy noticed "'that she didn't seem to be as scared now. "'I got wet when I fell in here.' "'What is this place? It feels like it's made out of cement.' Mr. Teller shone his flashlight down at Dee Dee. Sure enough, Sammy could see her about ten feet below them, standing in the water up to her knees. "'It looks like some sort of old cistern,' Mr. Teller said. "'They used to use these to store water. "'The concrete on this one must have broken through here on the top.' He shone his light around for Dee Dee to see. "'Hold on, Dee Dee,' Mr. Teller said. "'I'll tie a loop in our rope.' You put it under your arms, and we'll have you out of there in a jiffy. Wait, Dee Dee said suddenly. Why would Dee Dee want to wait to get out of such a scary place? Sammy wondered. I think I see something down here, Dee Dee said. Mr. Teller, can I borrow your flashlight? Mr. Teller tied his large flashlight to the end of the rope and lowered it down so Dee Dee could reach it. She grabbed it and took it loose. Then Sammy heard her slosh away from the hole where they huddled above her after a long minute she yelled back up to them there's some sort of pipe sticking into the side of the cistern she yelled and there's something loose inside of it pull it out yelled chris sammy heard her twisting it and struggling below them it's loose in there but it won't come out i can push it back in the pipe but it drops back down sammy wanted to jump down in the hole with her and find out what it was she was talking about describe it for us sammy finally shouted it's metal and it's round like a tube she shouted back but it has a cap on it i think there's something in it she was silent for another long moment then sammy saw her come back to the hole pull me up she said i couldn't get it loose mr teller lowered the rope again and didi put it under her arms they pulled her up through the hole when she got to the surface maria and jenny hugged her "'I've never been so glad to see the sun,' Dee, Dee said, "'and all of you.' "'We're glad to see you, too,' Mrs. Wallace said. "'You're sure you're all right?' Didi nodded. "'Just wet,' she added. "'Mrs. Wallace went to get towels and some dry clothes for Dee, Dee "'who was already telling everyone what she saw. "'It's like I said. "'I found a big pipe coming in from the side of the cistern. "'It must have been a fill pipe or vent of some sort,' Mr. Teller said.' Anyway, I saw something shiny sticking out of it, Dee continued. I tried to pull it out, but it must be attached to a rope or chain on the other end. It fits. Everyone turned around to see Jenny grinning and jumping up and down. What fits, Sammy asked. The clue's in the Bible. Jenny pulled a piece of paper out of her back pocket. Look, she said, pointing at her scribbled notes. The family Bible opened to Micah 7, verse 19, and I noticed that the word depths was underlined. Beside that verse were three others, Deuteronomy 5, verse 8, Romans 15, verse 20, and Revelation 20, verse 1. When I looked those verses up, each one had a word underlined as well, beneath, foundation, and chain. Mr. Matheson was trying to tell his children where he hid his last painting. Depths, beneath, foundation, chain. It's in the pipe, Dee Dee exclaimed, but how did he get it in there? Maybe that pipe comes out of the ground around here somewhere, Sammy said. Most likely it comes out where the old studio used to stand, Mr. Teller said. But we've already looked around for the concrete slab and couldn't find it, Chris said. We need someone who can tell us where it is. I know exactly where it is. Sammy saw Dee Dee turn and scream. When he turned, his mouth fell open. In the driveway facing them stood Mrs. Sheckley and the mysterious gray-haired man. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 5, The Broken Dozen Mystery, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association.
6: Was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at Lifetalk.net.